Tattoo was hidden from public view as we stood side by side on the Santa Monica Pier and watched his daughter and my kind of not really stepson ride the Ferris wheel. Two teenagers clearly experiencing the first stages of love, 15 and 16. When I was their age, I'd already given birth to my only child and had him taken from me. I'd already been tainted by life. My not stepson had found his mother dead, murdered by his father my lover, a few months earlier, and it was safe to say he'd been tainted by life too. John's daughter had been too, to a lesser extent. Junkie mother, a father who presided over criminals and murderers. Despite her beginnings, she still had traces of the naivety that summer love and an overprotective daddy provided. She still slept soundly at night, from what I could gather. Sadly, it wouldn't always be that way. But on that pier, in the sunshine, none of us had any way of knowing the horror that lay ahead, its gaping maw ready to scoop us up when we least expected. We'll have to watch out for him, I teased, tilting my head towards Dornan's youngest son, Jason, as he rode the Ferris wheel with John's daughter, Juliet. Beside me, leaning against the railing that flanked the pier, the man I was secretly in love with shook his head. Don't even he murmured, rubbing his stubbled chin with his palm. I started to laugh, until I saw John wasn't laughing, or smiling at all. I gestured to the two teenagers as they rode in a carriage high atop the Santa Monica coastline. They're kids. You can't seriously be worried about him. John's eyes cut through me, making me wonder if I should be worried. John, I tried again. He's a kid. He's 16 years old. John's knuckles turned white as he gripped the railing feverishly. He's not a kid. He's Dornan's kid. I rolled my eyes. He didn't even know Dornan until a few months ago. Yeah, but he's still Dornan's blood. Still Emilio's blood. I shrugged. She's not that much younger than I was when Emilio came from my family and left me with a consolation prize. John appeared pained. Jesus Christ, Anna, he said, his words like bullets, forceful and cold, metallic. This was our eternal impasse, our universal hesitation. We were in love. We wanted to run away, to flee Los Angeles, and the eventual death it promised us but he wouldn't leave with Dornan's son, Jason. I wouldn't leave without him. And so we were stuck. Will you miss him? John asked me. My heart squeezed painfully. I'm not leaving Jason, John. He shook his head, his eyes glued to his daughter as she laughed and pointed out things to her crush. Not Jason. Dornan. Oh, Dornan Ross, the man who'd been my lover for almost ten years, since the day he collected me from a dirty motel in San Diego and claimed me as his own. From the instant he'd stopped his drug kingpin father from selling me as a sex slave to cover my father's impossible debt. John Portland had been Dornan's best friend for longer than I'd known either of them. Twenty years or more, I'd guess. I knew they met as teenagers, formed a fast friendship, 
a friendship that soon became a brotherhood of bikers called the Gypsy Brothers, a club that John had presided over since its inception. I smoothed down my tank top, painfully aware that we were out in the open, an afternoon ice cream date with his daughter and the stray I'd taken in. Dornan's son, Jason, the one he'd been unaware of for 16 years, emerged from the fairground ride with Juliet, stepping back onto the pier, two teenagers in love, even if they didn't know it yet. It was a rare day for any of us to be out, but the weather was so beautiful. John had collected us all in his beat-up car and brought us out into the sunshine for some fudge sundays and a chance to dip our toes in the cold water. It wasn't a typical outing, to say the least. On a day like today, I'd normally be working for my boss, Emilio, cooking his books and making sure his hefty cartel profits were funneled into all the right places. Or if I got a day off.